0: Get your motor running. Head out on the highway. Yeah, the Harland Highway, that is. Hello. Get your mental motor running. Um, hey, we got a, a fun show today. In case you're wondering who I am, just talking in your ear, suddenly there's a voice with no introduction. It's me, Harland Williams. Uh, and uh, you are on the Harland Highway podcast. It's as simple as that. Uh, But you won't be uh, hearing from me as much today as we'll be hearing from you because today is one of those special podcast days where we dip into the Harland Highway Pavement Pounders, which is you, mailbag. Uh, Over the course of the podcast, I invite you guys to write me letters with your thoughts, your stories, your ideas, your criticisms, your praise. Your antelope horns, whatever that means. And uh, right you have. right you did. And uh, so today we are going to be pulling letters out. Me and my producer, Roger, will be pulling letters out of the Harland Highway mailbag and reading them and answering them and responding to them and being sick over them and crying over them and vomiting over them and you name it. Okay? But thank you for writing in. Let's do this. Let's get to your letters on the Harland Highway mailbag on the Harland Highway. <laughs> Welcome to the Harland Highway. I will look for you. Does your mother know what you're doing for a living? The Harland Highway. Hey, That is And classic. I will find you. My mom always said, you can't handle the truth. You <laughs> need <laughs> many years of therapy. Many, many, many fucking years of therapy and i will kill you listen lame brain let an expert show you how to do this the harland highway you never know what you're going to get it's the harland highway oh yes it is the harland highway hello lurtle Flurdens and fastnardle Dardens. um welcome to the harland highway what a show we have today as mentioned we are gonna uh read your letters. You guys mail me here at uh the Harland Highway. Just go to HarlanWilliams.com and you can uh email me too if you so desire. And we get all kinds of letters, interesting stories, questions, requests. Uh I won't delay. It's just it's it's you, the listeners, the Harland Highway pavement pounders, letting loose Let's get right into it. Let's uh, let's go to the mailbag and hear what you guys want to talk about. Yeah, here we go. Let's get the first letter out of the mailbag here. What do we got? What do we got from you nuts today? Okay, let's see. We have a letter from Kathy. Kathy has sent me a letter, and the subject is regarding one of the flashback shows where we're talking about uh, it was a podcast number nine. I asked you to uh, tell me about your most embarrassing moments. So Kathy wrote me, and she said you recently posted your flashback podcast number nine, and you wanted the listeners at the time to tell you their most embarrassing moment in life. And I feel like that should also apply now, since this is the first time most of us most of us have heard this podcast. Anyways, here's mine. Some guy was really pissing me off one day, so I went up to him and kicked him in the nuts. I quickly realized that there were no nuts to kick. She turned out to be a short-haired, low voice hairy-faced woman. Everybody around us laughed hysterically at my expense. I was so embarrassed for like a minute. Then I proceeded to beat her up. So I still kicked her ass, but it took a lot more effort than I wanted. What the? Uh, hang out at the circus much? What the hell? I kicked the crap out of a, a woman. It turned out to be a short-haired, low-voiced, hairy-faced woman. <laughs> that's, wolf, that's Wolf Boy at the circus. What in the hell is going on? I kind of like the gang mentality, though. Uh, Yeah, that guy's pissing me off. I'm just going to go up and kick him in the nuts. Boom! Did you not realize when he howled like a werewolf that you kicked Wolf Boy in the nuts? Um and I like the people around you. That's a good collection of uh, friends. Boy, oh boy! I went up and kicked him in the nuts. She turned out to be a she. Everyone around us laughed hysterically at my expense. So you walked up, kicked someone in the nuts, and they were laughing. What the hell's what? I gotta know what neighborhood you live in. This is this is like circus freaks and sadistic people. And but at least it's good to know you still kicked her ass, but it took a lot more time than you wanted. Listen, man, I gotta get down to the DMV. Can I just kick your ass, Wolf Wolf Lady Wolf Boy, whatever you are? You know what? Everyone's laughing. Let's just. I gotta go shopping. I've gotta go get my hair done. I want to have fun. I want to enjoy myself kicking your ass. Just let... Okay, do it. (laughs) Okay, pretty wild. Weird stuff, Kathy. (laughs) Keep at it, man. Go buy some steel-toe boots, Van Helsing. Let's move on. Okay... This is from, oh, here we go, Veronica Rossi. This is the girl. I love this girl. She always corrects my grammar, my spelling, my my the, my mispronunciations. <laughs> That's even a word. But she caught me again, man. Here's her letter. This is from Veronica. Hey, H, I love these pods. You're so creative. A real treat to listen to your imagination. However... I was listening to you podcast about butt dialing, and you said, quote, I'm going to eavesdrop, man. I think you combined eavesdropped and eaves-trough. You're killing me, Harlan. You're killing me, Harland. So I, 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 I said eavesdrop, which you're right. It combines eavesdropped, which means listening in on people, and eavesdropped which means the the thing on your roof that catches your leaves. So put it together, Veronica. Uh, I was uh, eaves troughing. I was listening in on someone's conversation from a very good stealthy vantage point up on a roof. I was hanging on someone's eaves trough, eavesdropping on their conversation. Because most people don't look up to see if someone's spying on them. That's where I was. Checkmate. Eavesdroff. New word. I win this round. Let's move on. (laughs) Okay, who do we got? This is from Kyle Wright. Okay, the subject is stand-up on podcast hey man yes just giving you the same kind of feedback about playing your stand-up on the podcast love it appreciate it fun to have it on there once in a while thanks dude take it easy kyle in vancouver well thank you kyle yeah every now and then i record one of my stand-up shows and i throw it on the podcast uh you know usually it's shows where i'm experimenting i'm working stuff out i'm I'm goofing around, and uh, it's fun to do. I'm glad you guys are uh, digging it. And uh, coming up very shortly, Kyle, I will have a fresh uh, a fresh little uh, live stand-up show that I did where you can catch me working on new material and goofing around with the audience and all that stuff. So I'm glad you like it. I'm going to keep it coming. And uh, keep it cool in Vancouver, man. Watch out for Bigfoot. Because if he stands up on your ass, your ribs will be crushed. Let's keep going. Thank you, Kyle. Oh, well, look who's back already. Veronica Rossi correcting me again. Wow. I wonder if she knows I do it on purpose just to rub her the wrong way. Yeah, that's right, Harlan. Turn it around. Make it sound like all your mistakes are planned. Oh, she's she's got me again. Her subject here is horse apples. No relation to the content here. It says, Dear Harlan, Psy is pronounced (laughs) Psy. You'd think I could get that one. I did a whole bit about Psy, Poseidon Adventure, whoever that Korean guy is that does the Gangnam Style bit. You know, I just kind of go off what I kind of think is in my head. So I was just like saying P-S-I. <laughs> and, and Veronica, my strict grammar teacher who wears the high heels and the fishnet stockings, she wrote in and said it's pronounced s i. S-I. I had it as p s y, P-S-Y. P-S-I. Silent P, silent S, silent Y if that's possible. Psy. Is pronounced S-I-S-I. Um, what about C-S-I? Korean C-S-I. It's a new cop show. All right. Thank you once again. And I am going to DeVry to take my speaking classes, my talkings and learning stuffs. Um, anyways, let's keep going here. Great letters. Thank you. We shall keep going. What else we got? Here we go. Okay. What else do we have here? Here's a headline. Okay. Why Dan... This is from Brian. Why Danielle Brianna Walter deserves to be serenaded by Harlan Williams singing When You Wish Upon a Star. Aha. Okay. As you uh, might remember, of a-, a little while back, I ran a contest on the Harland Highway. I said, hey, look, if you can give me a compelling story why I should uh, serenade you or someone you know singing When You Wish Upon a Star, uh, I would do it. And uh, Brian has sent me a, a very long, uh, detailed letter about this young girl, that uh, Danielle, who I won't read the whole letter because it's, it's quite long and it's very involved and it kind of details... Some of the hardships and the triumphs that this girl went through in her life, uh, but needless to say, it sounds like she's been through a lot. Uh, this is a, a young girl at the age of five who got put through a lot of of uh, emotional uh, stuff to deal with, and uh, parental stuff, and uh, you know stuff that that might turn. People in a bad way in life, but this girl it seems like she overcame a lot of uh, these challenges and, and applied herself to many positive things, ballet and gymnastics and ice skating and equestrian training and piano and learning different languages. So, so uh, it's, a, it's a young girl who overcame a lot of adversity. And uh, as I said, uh, the letter's quite long, but at the end of the day, it sounds like... Uh, this girl has uh, pulled herself up by her bootstraps, uh, and uh, people like that always uh, need kudos and encouragement. Uh, it sounds like she's a fan of of the uh, the show of the of Rocket Man, a movie that I did. And uh, yes, Brian, after reading the long letter, I agree, Danielle is worthy of a "When You Wish Upon a Star" Harland Highway contest serenade so without further ado Danielle here's hoping that you keep on being strong you keep on rocking it keep on kicking ass don't let anyone ever keep you down this is your life you're in charge you do it your way baby Brian thanks for the letter Danielle here you go you've earned it when you wish upon a star from me to you yeah. Ah, so there you go, Danielle. Here's hoping uh, everything's looking up, everything's uh, rosy. Keep a positive attitude. Keep your chin up. Keep on fighting. Don't let anyone knock you down, man. And the world is your oyster with a little bit of lemon sprinkled on top. Uh, So that's from me to you. Thank you, Brian, for sending that in. And, uh... Don't forget, you can be uh, part of this contest, too, if you feel there's a uh, compelling argument, reason, or uh, whatever to have me serenade you in my Disneyland voice. Um, You just have to write or call in. Go to harlowwilliams.com. You'll see the phone number there if you want to leave a message. Or if you just want to write like Brian did, maybe your dream will come true. Let's keep going here in the Harland Highway Mailbag. What do we have now? Okay, here we go. Let's see. This is from Bob Martin. Okay, uh, show 492 comments. Uh, Harland, per FBI stats, the annual U.S. violent crime rate has been steadily declining. In contrast to your comments. I'm surprised and disappointed you would support police forcing their way into people's home to remove firearms. Benjamin Franklin said those who would give up essential liberty to purchase a little temporary safety deserve neither liberty nor safety. Wow, this is the same guy that flew kites in electrical storms? Um... Okay, valid. Thank you for your comment, Bob. I think I did a podcast talking about guns and and the insanity of guns and how children are being killed and innocent people are dying in movie theaters. And, and, uh, you know, I think it's a very touchy topic here in America. When you start talking about guns, people are very passionate on either side of the argument. And I think what people might have missed when I did that podcast, and listen to it again, I could be wrong, but I think the gist of what I was saying is I'm not so much against guns, but but what I'm against is is people dying, and people are dying from guns. And so I think what I was trying to say is if you were aliens and you came from another planet that didn't know of guns and murder and killing and... All the horrible things that we see happen in society. If you came from another planet and you saw the source of a lot of this stuff. Forget about all the liberty and the second amendment and our rights and all that stuff. If you just saw something that was kind of causing the root of the problem. I think if you were an alien species, you'd just say, oh, well, obviously we just get rid of these weapons. That's how you stop it. And I wasn't factoring in all the government stuff and the Second Amendment and all that stuff. I was just looking for a simple, practical solution. Like a layman's solution. Just a a simple... Forget about the right to bear arms, but it was all more about, like, hey, if the cops just come in, it's illegal to have a gun, you take guns out of society, there's always going to be bad guys that find them, but the majority... Of society won't have them and it'll lower the the gun death rate and you can argue that you cannot argue that you can be disappointed in that um, but it was just it was just a concept it was a it was a it was a theory it was a a way to uh, look at it from a, a distant perspective I think some people interpreted that podcast as Harlan saying Oh, I hate guns. I want to take away all your rights. You're not allowed to bear arms. I was kind of doing a hypothetical kind of uh, conversation on what are the options? What are the uh, what are the hypothetical uh, ways in which we can look at this kind of dilemma, wherein many innocent Americans are being killed, and and people are being shot up at malls and schools and children are laying dead in the street Uh, but I wasn't necessarily saying you know you can't have guns I wasn't pointing the finger at the average American and saying you can't have them you're a fool if you have a gun Um, so I hope you got that it was more of like an open ended kind of hypothetical conversation about what, what a possible solution was But it didn't necessarily mean that that's that's where I was rooted. And I don't want that to sound contradictory, but, uh, you know, I'm I'm not against guns, but I am for trying to figure out a way to stop the carnage that is the result of everyone having guns. I hope that makes it clear. Um, So there you go. And if you don't understand my point of view, I guess, what can I say? What can I do? I'm trying to uh, explain it as well as I can, and uh, I'll leave it there. But thank you for your letter. Hey, that's that's the beauty of dialogue. You see, Bob, you and, and some other people wrote in and called in and got all up in arms about me making comments about guns, and I'm like, hey, 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 chill out, man. I respect your opinion. Whatever your opinion is about guns, hey, I respect your voice. I'm not going to get disappointed in you for having that opinion. I'm going to go, you're a human being, and that's where you stand on that topic. I don't have to agree with it. Or I can agree with it. But, um, you know, I certainly hope you don't lose faith in the idea of people having different opinions and expressing them but still respecting the other person because they do have a different opinion. I think if we went through life and everyone just agreed with everyone, uh, I think it would get pretty boring pretty fast. So anyways, thank you for your letter, Bob. And I hope I helped clear it up a little. And if not, I hope you're still not too disappointed and abandoned the show because, you know, I'm not always going to say what everyone wants to hear. The show is about having some laughs, hearing some opinions, and... You know what, at the end of the day, it's probably more interesting if you don't agree with everything I say. It probably, like, this obviously got your hairs up and you got a little impassioned and it probably made it interesting for you. But, uh, you know, we'll leave it there. And uh, let's move on to the next letter. Here we go. All right, what is this? This is from Richard Kempter. And this subject is fishlang t-shirts. Okay, this sounds good. Harlan loved the fishlang videos. Now, for those of you that don't know what fishlang is, it's the crazy new stunt show I do. It's on harlanwilliams.com. You can go there and check it out. And these I do stunts that evil Knievel won't even do. I mean, these stunts are out of control. They're life threatening. You can't do them at home yourself. They are, they put me on the very edge, the very cusp of the best stunt guy in the world. Check out Fishlang if you want to see some nail biting on the edge of your seat. Stunts. Uh, but Richard came up with a, an email here where he says, Love the videos. You have to come up with a quality Schlang t shirt and a 2XL so I can buy one. Um, and is that your backyard with the cement retaining wall you did for Schlang 3 and 4? I'd be scared of falling off the edge. <laughs> no, that is a place where I uh, I got to shoot. Uh, friend's house. And uh, yes, it is a little scary. And uh, finally, great idea to record your five-minute stand-up set and play it for us. Gives us who can't get to a show a tasty treat of Harlan in action. Hey, there you go. So there's a gentleman who uh, also likes the little uh, stand-up segments I, I I insert into the show, and then he closes by thanks for your humor and serious discussions, Richard. Now, see, that's what I was talking about earlier. Just in the last letter, here's a guy who gets the humor, but also knows that sometimes I have serious talks about things like guns, and he's not disappointed. He might not have agreed with what I said but he appreciates the diversity of the show and I hope uh, I hope you all can get to that place. And I try not to get too heavy on the seriousness but sometimes like I said I think it's nice to mix it up. Kind of like what the guys at the lab did with my DNA when I was born. That's why I am the way I am. Fishlang. But uh, don't forget check out Fishlang. I think it'll make you laugh. This is a live-action video uh, stunt show we post every Monday at harlowilliams.com. Please go and uh, have some laughs at how mental it is. All right, so thank you, Richard. Let's move on. Just a couple more letters here, ladies and sn- flargons. And by the way, thank you for writing in. It's great to hear what's on your mind, what you're thinking about. Good or bad, I can take it. If you're pissed at me or you're disappointed... I can handle it. If you're happy, if you're giggling, I can handle it. That's what this forum is for. So don't be afraid. Write in, and uh, let's get to the next uh, couple of letters before we close up the mailbag. Oh, ho, ho. All right, here we go. This is from EJ, Subject Podcast Comments. I really enjoyed the comedy bit you did at the live club as a podcast. Thanks for putting it out there. Wow, that's the third letter in a row where people are excited about me putting the live uh, stand-up comedy. See, this is why I like your feedback. I, I, now I'm definitely going to do it more. I mean, that's, that's great to hear that you guys are uh, digging on that, man. That is very, very cool. All right, here we go. Last couple of letters here before we shut the mailbag down. Here's one from Erica. The subject is wafting. Comments, I loved your wafting story. Uh Uh-oh. Here's where I got to be honest. I do so many podcasts. I do so many topics. uh, I don't know that I remember the wafting story. Yikes. I usually remember everything. Uh, But I'm not sure. She says, I loved your wafting story. It was very touching. And I'm drawing a blank. I don't like that. But anyway, she says, I just started listening to your podcast after hearing, seeing you on the Adam Carolla and Jimmy Pardo podcasts. I also remember you from Half Bake. I really like your attitude and positivity. Well, thank you. I also particularly like the podcast recently when you answered that guy's voicemail request for a plan to get healthy, aha, yes. And uh, I gotta tell you, folks, there's a there's a show coming up where we are gonna talk about that podcast. I don't know how many of you high uh, pavement pounders followed uh, the ideas that I put out there, but there was one couple that uh, actually got on board with the health plan I was talking about. And wait do you hear the results. We're going to get into that uh, in very shortly in a couple of podcasts from now. And she concludes, anyways, you rock. Keep up the great work, Erica. And then she did a little smiley face. The little, like the semicolon, like one eye is winking and the other eye is open and then a bracket for a mouth. Oh, <sighs> Are you winking at me, Erica? Is that what that is? Are you coming on to me? I mean, I can only hope so. Wink, smile, wink, bracket. I'm gonna say that to a girl. I'm not even. I'm not. I'm not gonna type it. I'm gonna walk up to a girl at a singles bar because that's where I hang out. And I'm not gonna like, walk up and wink and smile at her. I'm just gonna walk up to her and say, "Hey, hey, baby." Semicolon. Bracket. I'm sorry. You heard me semicolon bracket. What the hell does that mean? You know what it means. Psh ow! You son of a bitch. Um, it means wink and smile. Psh ow! You double son of a bitch pervert. <laughs> so there you go. Alright, come on, I'm losing it here. Let's go to the next letter. Thank you, Erica, for that great letter. I appreciate it. I like it a lot. All right, let's do two more. Two more. That's all we got time for today. Um, And uh, and then uh, we're going to have to close her up. Um, so let's go to a guy named Robert. Robert Votic. His subject is the Harland Highway. Here's his comments. I have many comedian podcasts in my iPod. But none make me laugh so much as the Harland Highway. Ah, thanks for being in my iPod when I need a good laugh. Hey, you know what, dude? That that makes my day. I love hearing that. It's a very flattering. It's a great compliment, and uh, more than anything, it, it makes me feel good to know that uh, I, a complete stranger to you, make you laugh. And that—that's why I do it, man. Sometimes I get into the serious gun stuff too. <laughs> Sorry, uh, sounded like I kicked werewolf boy in the. <laughs> in the nuts. Uh, well, thank you, buddy. Keep laughing, and I'm going to keep it coming. And uh, I hope uh, you know. I hope more and more people get on board to the highway here. And uh, also have a laugh. So let's go to our final letter. <laughs> um, and see, I don't, I don't want to end it, man. But it's just, you know, we can only read so many letters here. Um, you know. So let let's see what we got. Here we go. Last letter, big important stuff. Uh, this is from Patrick. Patrick says selling. Hand-drawn shirts. Do you sell other hand-drawn shirts like the one you're wearing in Force of Nature, or the one in Rocket Man where you used the food to paint with? If you drew those, I was wondering if you had shirts like those. If so, let me know. Well, that's very observant, uh, Patrick. Yes, if you if you have my new stand-up comedy special, A Force of Nature, or you want to get it at Williams.com or download it at iTunes, you will see that I actually drew my own shirt. I took a white T-shirt and I drew all over it with uh, colored Sharpies. And if you look at the shirt carefully, you'll see that it kind of tells a story. It's a very detailed shirt. And my Force of Nature podcast is about life, kind of from cradle to grave. It talks about humanity, our existence, All that stuff. And included in the shirt, I tried to put in a lot of uh, symbolic stuff. A lot of, uh, you know, kind of deep, kind of crazy life, death, uh, being born, dying, going through the portals, uh, nature, death, weaponry. I mean, it's all over that shirt. You, You almost have to... You almost have to freeze frame the Force of Nature video and, and look at different aspects of the shirt. But I hand drew that thing. And then where I, I found you to be very observant, Patrick, is yes, I also drew my own shirt in a movie I did called Rocket Man. If you uh, look at Rocket Man, you will see a scene where I'm wearing this shirt with all these scribbles on it. I, I also drew that. And if you also look at the movie Half-Baked, you'll see uh, a couple of scenes where you see underneath the shirt I'm wearing, you'll see a t-shirt where I drew all over that. And then if you watch a movie that I don't really love, but I did, called Surf School, you'll see me wearing kind of a wife beater where I drew on that. So, the answer is unfortunately, I do not sell the shirts that I do in movies and on my comedy specials because they are just too personal, too close, too one of a kind. But I do draw on shirts and sell them in my web store. There are one of a kind hand drawn shirts that I do that you can buy. They're at harlowwilliams.com. I think there are three or four in there right now that are for sale. There will be some new ones soon. And um, and I draw them myself, and they're a little bit pricey. They're about 65 bucks. but that's because, you know, they're, they're hand-drawn. They're, they're works of art. No one else has them. They're not prints. They're not reproductions. I do one version of the shirt. I draw it right on the shirt with a Sharpie, and then you own it. Nobody else can lay claim to that design. Uh, so you're paying kind of for a shirt slash piece of artwork, and that's why they're, they're about 65 bucks. And uh, if you want to own one, Patrick, just go in and scoop one up. They go pretty fast. Once I put them up there, they seem to fly off the shelf. So uh, go in there and grab one if you see one you like like I said, there will be new ones uh, on the way. So there you go. Um, we covered a lot of stuff here today. Thank. What? One more? One more. Okay. We're going to do one more. I'm getting a-, a signal through the window from my producer, Roger. Um, and, uh... And so, uh, let's let's go to one more letter here. Bring it up for me, uh, Raj. All right, here it is. Big closer. Better be a good one, Raj. Here we go. This is from Miss Holly. Okay. Subject, the Pope. The new Pope has one lung. How long is he going to last? Just asking. Well, I did not know he had one lung. Um... And how long is he going to last? Well, I don't know. Why don't you ask the girl from our first letter who walks up to people and kicks them in the nuts? Because I have a feeling she's going to go up to the new pope and kick him in the nuts. And with one long, I don't think that play are going to last too long. Lean back. I'm in Miami, bitch. (laughs) Okay, there you go, man. Let's hope the Pope lives a long time. And uh, just a note to the Pope, because I know he listens. Uh, Dude, you might want to cut down to at least one pack a day. Yeah, might be a uh, a smart thing to do. From me to you, Popey, if I can call you that. So that's it. We're wrapping it up. That was the last. And why are you holding that up, Roger? No, we've done the last letter. No, we're not doing one more. From who? Rossi, Veronica. We did two letters from her already. She's probably gonna correct me or put me in my place. She's the one that always. Uh, all right, one final letter. This another one from Veronica Rossi. What's she gonna tell me this time that I've done wrong? Uh, Veronica. Uh, subject: Harland, character, and nobility. Okay. Dear Harland, I was listening to the pod, and my heart skipped a beat when you mentioned my name. Oh, she must be talking about some of her earlier letters that I read. She continues, I felt guilty for a moment for sending you critical emails, but then I remembered how much I enjoy sending them, and the guilt disappeared. Ha, 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 ha. Two dots and a smile bracket. Woo-hoo! Wow. Well, I got to be honest, too, since you're being honest. I kind of like getting them. They make me laugh my ass off. (laughs) And I think somebody should be watching my illiteracies, if that's even a word. But then she continues, and she says, I love the fact that you give back. I'm learning about all the great philosophers of the world, and Aristotle would say that you're living excellently and doing for the right reason. It's like you're not contemplating if it's the right thing you do. You just react. It must feel good to have that enormous sense of purpose and do so much good in the world. Loving the pods. Well, oh my gosh. That is uh, very, very, very kind of you to say. Um, and you know... Uh, I guess in a way it's giving back. It's just what I do. It's what I feel like I want to do. And uh, if I can uh, make you guys laugh and chuckle and feel good and put a smile on your face, then, yep, that is living excellently, and that is doing it for the right reason. So there you go. You know what, Roger? Thank you. That was a good way to end. Uh, let's close it up. Thank you so much, Veronica. Rossi and uh, keep them coming. Keep them coming, Veronica. Keep them coming, everybody else. And uh, wow. Uh, thank you, guys. Let's close up the mailbag. Uh, don't forget, you can uh, write me at harlemwilliams.com and uh, maybe your letter will make it onto the air. And uh, I appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Tell your friends. And, uh, and we will uh, catch you next time on the Harland Highway. Be sure to check out Uh As I said, we have a store there where you can pick up shirts and CDs and books and things like that if you want. Um, and uh, don't forget to check out Fashlang at harlowilliams.com, the stunt show. And that's it, man. Uh, keep on rocking it. And until next time, chicken chow mein, baby. Another